We meet again. We meet again. Hello, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. This is Life Happen Anyway. I'm your host, Adam Troutman. Sit back, relax, as we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of badassery. Here we go. Happy Valentine's Day, kids. February 14th, 2020. It's uh, been about a week and a half since I dropped an episode, and I knew that I wanted to uh, to do it today, but it just happened to be Valentine's Day. So it's kind of hard to talk about that sometimes. I haven't had, in my opinion, I haven't had kind of the best of luck in this area as far as romantic stuff, and that's okay. I don't really want to focus on that, though. I mean, I I literally could probably write a book about it. Like a lot of people, a lot of you, actually, I'm sure, um, could write a book about your past relationships, marriages, and whether they were successful or not, and have a lot to say. And I could, too, in this medium, but I, I have to admit I'm not quite ready to go there. I am ready, though, to just express a few other things. And one of those things is gratitude. I'm very grateful for the love I do have. And just because it's not romantic doesn't necessarily mean that I don't have love. And I just want to pass that on to you if you're listening as well and feel that way. Or feel that, I suppose I should rephrase that, perhaps you feel that you don't have love because you don't have a romantic relationship in your life. And I would just like to talk about that a little bit today because I don't think that's true at all. And I don't think it's any less or any more valid. Having a romantic relationship in your life does not mean that it adds more validity to that experience, to have to experiencing love. Does that make sense? I, that was kind of weird and wordy. You don't need romantic relationships to have love in your life and to be grateful for it too. And you don't need to have one on Valentine's Day to celebrate Valentine's Day. I've got wonderful human beings in my life right now that I consider to be in my inner circle. And it's very small. And I think that the people that are in it know that you're in it. And I would like to say thank you because this last these last two years specifically have been some of the most, I won't say some, it has been the most drastic change in my life and the most difficult changes in my life as well. And I'm very grateful for that, for that love that you guys have shown me. And I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't be who I am without you. And I'm very grateful for that. Thank you so much for being there. I'm grateful for the love that I have for my nephews and my niece. It's quite the cool experience to, you know, to go swing over to the folks house and I come in, I sit down and the first thing that happens is they all jump on me and it is such a cool experience and it's a type of bond and love that I've never experienced before. And it's probably the closest thing to having a kid that I'll ever have. And I've, I value that relationship and honor it 
so much and I honor it as best I can. And I'm so grateful to have it. It's okay to be single on Valentine's Day. I just want you to know that. <laughs> it's okay. There's kind of a, a running joke, I think, that happens on Valentine's Day, and it's called Happy Single Awareness Day. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Happy Single Awareness Day. I think that's okay to say. I think that's okay to say, and I think it's healthy to not be in something, too. Does that make sense? I think it's healthy to not be in something that isn't. <laughs> I've got a couple friends. They're going through some rough patches with uh, divorces and some things going on. And, you know, one of my friends kind of went right from one thing to another. And which is really, really common. I mean, it's super common. And a lot of why we do that is because I think there's a crippling fear of being alone. After you've been with someone for a long time, especially, the longer you were with someone, the more terrifying the loneliness is. Even if the relationship was bad, even if the ending was in a horrible spiral and it needed to go away, I think the loneliness is what is trying to kill you. And I think it's easy to be overwhelmed by that. And there's also the rejection too, it, regardless of who left who, right? It, do, it doesn't matter. There's still a validity that we want from other people. And there's still a, a whole of either I'm not good enough or I'm not attractive enough or I'm not, you, know, you still kind of want to, I mean, like, you hear a lot of people when they break up, you know, Oh, I still got it. Or I still, I have to show myself that I quote, still have it, which is complete bullshit, by the way, because we do have it that, you know, that the ending of that relationship does not have any weight on your value or whether or not you quote, have it. Compatibility is compatibility kids. And it doesn't matter at the end of something. You're not less compatible with the type of person than you were before. But it's really, I would say, nigh impossible. <laughs> uh, it's very, uh, it's very difficult to convince anyone in it that that's the truth. And I felt that way. I felt that way. I've been single for almost four years, and um, I felt that way right off the bat. I felt completely worthless. I felt. No, I had no self-value. I had no self-confidence. Um, I experienced what I would consider depression for the first time after my last divorce. And I struggled with that for a long time, and I still fight some of that to date. I still do. I've dated a little bit here and there, uh, but I've not been really romantically involved or honestly really intimate with anybody. Uh, I haven't pursued any of that. I'll tell you what, now that we're coming up on four years of it, I'm going to be honest, I'm very glad that I didn't go that direction. And I kind of want to just express why. It's okay to give your heart a break. And I'm going to say it in, in an I statement. 
because I shared in another uh, podcast, I hate when people always say you, because I think in speech we detach a lot. It's okay to give my heart a break. It's okay to not just get hooked right into something else. And and I'll share with what I think is important about that. I think too many times we get... We'll be involved with somebody, and of course, the longer that it is, and the more fucked up things get, and the more issues that come up, and it and it and it's over, and there's a breakup or a divorce or whatever happens. There's no healing. We don't give ourselves the break that we need to grow around the hole that we have. Does that make sense? I read this thing that that about loss, you know, about the grief of losing that type of thing. And it, we feel like we leave, you know, almost like a burned patch. You know, imagine this like beautiful clearing with beautiful flowers. And then when something happens, there's this big black burn spot and nothing grows back. And we we sit and wait for it to grow back or we try to cover it up. But reality is, it's there and it's a loss and it will never be the same. I won't be the same. My ex won't be the same. No one's going to be the same. But instead of trying to put something there, we can allow things to grow around it and just accept that things are different. And I think that process is so critical to our growth as a person that I think a lot of us do not take the time to do it. I'm going to say something that's kind of controversial. I don't believe that I can work on me and clean my baggage up, put my baggage away, if you will, unpack that stuff. I don't think I can unpack that stuff and grow if I'm involved with someone else and especially if I'm sleeping with someone else on the regular. I don't think that that can be done. And there are some books and some authors and some, you know, um, resources out there that would say, oh, you know, you just need to move, you know, if you've broke up with someone, you need to just move past it. Just jump on in, even if it's something, you know, frivolous. And I disagree with that completely because all you're doing is attempting to validate. I would say all that I would feel is that I was attempting to validate my lack of value and my lack of self-worth and, and uh, perhaps a feeling of rejection. I'm trying to validate those things or, or fulfill those needs with something frivolous and temporary. And in the end, I think that's bullshit. And I think that doesn't work. And I don't believe that's how human beings are wired. Maybe you feel different, you know, maybe there's people out there that feel differently and maybe that worked for you. Maybe it worked for you to kind of jump from one thing to another and then everything was cool. Maybe you had a couple flings and then you met someone new and then you're in, you know, you're okay. I wish I could say the same, but I know that that would not work for me. I'm saying all this to say. I don't know. I don't know if that was rambly. 
you know, too rambly, but it's okay to give our hearts breaks in between things. And I think that that's the healthy thing to do. I don't think that we unpack that baggage. You know, there's, I had a friend that told me that everyone has baggage. You just got to find someone that has the matching set. <laughs> and, you know, there, there's a certain amount of truth to that. I, I will admit that's a pretty clever way of saying it, that we all have our bullshit and it's okay to find someone who has a matching set of bullshit. And that is true. But I think I'm talking more specifically about the areas of loss when it comes to value and, you know, being attractive enough, being wanted, all the things that kind of those emotions that come with breakups. I don't think we unpack that. And I think we just drag it into other things and then it gets more, more messed up. And I am happy to report that that hasn't been my road, but I've also chosen that because I think I would have really screwed some things up had I done it. And I think I would have experienced some stuff that I'm glad I didn't have to because I wasn't ready. And at times, I still don't feel I'm ready. And that is okay. It's okay to be single. It's okay to be single for long periods of time. It's okay to be... uh celibate. It's okay to not sleep with anything that moves. It's okay to not go to that level just because it's in front of you. And it's okay to have fucking standards. I know I've kind of had some naughty language in this episode. I I feel very strongly about it. And I feel like it's okay to hold out for what you're worth. And I feel like at the end of the day, that's been my journey with this whole thing. I feel in the past I've experienced awesome things in this area of my life and I refuse to have less than something awesome. Even if it takes time, even if it's something that's platonic that takes time to develop, I'm okay with that because anything less on that connectedness to me is a compromise. Now, don't take me wrong. I'm not comparing, (laughs) ladies, I'm not comparing. I would never compare someone that I'm getting to know with all the exact same things from before, you know, in in my marriage previously. I think we do that too much. I think we come across something and we, we get flattered or we meet someone and have some initial spark and we go into it a little bit with our eyes closed. Standards are important, and they're important to me. I wish you all love. I wish you all gratitude today. And if you are one of my acquaintances or friends or fans or, or whatever, I, I hope that you can have the courage to give your heart a break because I'm going to tell you You are worth it. You have value. You are good enough. You are attractive enough. And I hope that you have the courage to be single. Well, kids, that's about it for me. I wish you a wonderful Valentine's Day. 
Thanks for listening. This has been Life Happened Anyway podcast with me, Adam Troutman. We'll see you next time. Yeah.